This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Forever! First choice is a big old bus. You turn around and boom, you end up with us. Are you guys ready for some sloppy seconds? <laughs> Ew. Hi, I'm Meatball, and this is my co-host, Big Dipper. Am Hi. I too loud? <laughs> You're great. You're doing a stunning job. Normally, this is the point where we do a little catch-up, but I think our guests, I, I just want to get into it. Yeah, let's Let's talk. just jump on in. This, this, <laughs> this week, we're all so tired. This week. This week, baby, we got the one, the only, Chicago's Hosting queen, baby, Miss T-Rex. I was stalling because I kept on wanting to say Tyrannica. Yeah. Hola, Mr. Morris. Hola. Do you want How to see my you? cute, cute? I got him. How is your visit to LA going so far, this drag con? Um, when I, oh, I need to get closer to the mic. Um, when I got here, I was on zero night's sleep. I literally... When you arrived to LA or when you walked when I in? Got, no, no, when I got to LA, uh-huh. I literally had... No sleep. I just like packed my bags and came here. And then I started getting ready and just like rolled into drag con with like bags under my eyes. And then it was like the last hour of the first day. And my eyes were like just closing completely. I was just haggard. So then, yeah, I just... I caught up on sleep and I'm finally feeling like a fucking human again. I'm glad that goddamn con is over. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Every yeah. year so, I say the same thing. It's like I always am like, oh, I'm not going to do much this year. Just yeah. one day. And this year I did one day and I will never do that again. Like a full day top to bottom. Oh, it's awful. It's the worst. My feet still hurt. Like I was walking around the apartment today and I, I, I can't even walk straight. <laughs> I can't like because I, I wore shoes that didn't have like a platform on them, which is so stupid. I was yeah. like, I'll be fine. Because in my head, it, the convention center is just like uh, carpeted in my head. It's carpeted. No, nope. it's no, cement, it's baby. cement. And it was like three hours. And I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna kill myself. Should I do it? I'm just gonna jump. <laughs> but you were just running around. I oh, saw yeah. you just walking around. Well, to me, because I I usually don't work when I when I come to DragCon. So for me, I'm like, well, I'm getting the most out of it. I go to every oh, yeah. booth ten times. I see every person. I I post online. I'm like, if you see me, come say hi to me. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm I'm t- making the fucking most of well, it. Well, you're sort it's of a social f- thing. You're also sort of famous for making the most. Out out of the moment you are in drag and then you immediately take your drag. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. So after, after the show, like it, if the show's over at 12, you will see me upstairs at 12, 11 doing shots, <laughs> doing shots <laughs> with a completely clean face and a light boy beat. And, but you <laughs> and also, trolling for trade immediately. Right. <laughs> but you also take your time when you get into makeup. Oh yeah. I yeah, mean, that stunning. to me is the most important. Thanks, Steve. You're, you're stunning. But I'm you're always stunning. like in my mind, I'm like, if I work at something, I want to like show it off a little more. And you're like, I'll, take two hours to get ready. This show is an hour 45 and then I'm out of the the Well, I don't want to show it off because I don't know. I, uh, at some point it was instilled in my head. Like, uh, you, I don't want to give it away for free. (laughs) You know, like, like at DragCon, that's fine. I'll walk around and I'm making friends. But like, that is pretty much the only time I get in drag and I'm not being paid. You oh, know? you don't uh, stroll boys town meeting no, I do uh, not. friends? No. <laughs> well, because, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, come see me in drag if you want to see me. And, you right. know, like, come yeah. see me at the show. Like, it's uncomfortable. And also, like, I don't want to blow an outfit. Like, I don't, like, I. Isn't that wild? You know, if you see me out, uh, I don't repeat my hair a ton. I don't repeat my yeah. outfits a ton. And so for me, like, I try not to repeat an outfit for like six months at least. You know what I mean? Because I I'm, try to get the most I can right, wear it. You're the different. Yeah, I want it to opposite. fall apart. You do, you do it until it's dead. Right. Well, because I make it. So then I'm yeah. like, well, Dude, I don't want to spend any time making you it. You tore so much. You, okay. Well, I've, I've scrapped together some things. <laughs> you tore so much more than me, though. So that's easier when you're doing like a bunch of different dates. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're if you're in Minneapolis and you're in L.A. and you're, I mean, well, yeah, fuck yeah, wear the same outfit over and over. But. 
I don't know. I'm like in my hometown. I'm yeah. like, well, I don't want you to see me tomorrow in this same thing. So yeah, I gotta like, like another to... dress from Akira. Yeah, <laughs> that I put. Yeah, that I put light stoning on. Yeah, that I perimeter stone. You love to just give a sense of stoning. I okay. So but then like hard stone those shoes. So, oh, absolutely. Like Ten pounds heavier when you're done. They're if size it's... 14s. It takes me about five, six hours a shoe. Size 14s. And then, where are you getting these size 14s? Oh, you gotta get them from you a special place. That's yeah. So yeah. if it's not obvious, we are, this is the Monday after DragCon weekend. We are broke this down, is, this broke is not, down. Yeah, this is going to come out in July or something. I'm still drunk. I feel like garbage. <laughs> My body's rejecting itself. Like, Well, so and then uh, I worked on Alaska's pageant over the weekend. Yes. And some of those, the some of the presentation outfits had so many stones on them. Mm. And I know Meatball doesn't do that but you do Jeez. enjoy stoning <laughs> i love i love stoning it's is it do you relaxing. like a grid like or is it just all if by there's sight? A design on the fabric i'll plan it out yeah yeah but usually i don't know i love perimeter stoning which is where <laughs> you just find the edge of it and stone and then maybe do like a slight little design like a gradient on the way yeah. you know who does a really it good job really stoning is meg and she doesn't make a grid she just kind of like She'll like make little squares. Like she just yeah. does it by eye. So yeah. talk me through it. There's oh, there's like some tool, like a rubber tipped tool. I don't tool. use that. I use my bare hands. Bare? Really? Yes. And I, yeah. Not and a glove? With E6000? Mm-hmm. It's toxic. Oh, that's going to kill you, baby. It doesn't. I mean, it doesn't really get Do on my hands. Coming from me, someone who super glues their wigs on sometimes. You're trash. <laughs> well, I don't. I mean, it doesn't really get on my hands really, but I, I do wear one of those masks. I know. It, <laughs> it's not like a painter's mask. It's like a. the it one has the ventilators on it. Two yeah. ventilators on <laughs> the side <laughs> and it prepper. has like two <laughs> straps one on the neck one on the head and it's like uh, like I'm going into like are you, you know when are you going to stone ju- that asbestos <laughs> right exactly you yeah. dump poppers into right. the, the filters <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm just like fucked up stoning yeah I don't know I love stoning I find it to be really relaxing that's so wild because mm-hmm. for I think for a lot of queens it's sort of like an annoyance it's a tedious thing yeah you know what I don't know like me and Kim she used to do it a lot like it just became something because when I first started I was like really bad at it she's like no 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 you have to like if you plan it out it's actually relaxing it's just like a puzzle you know right especially when you're doing shoes because the shoe like you have to follow a certain shape and you yeah. fill it in and you plan out a design it's like fun you know you, but I, it's not for everyone maybe I, I'm an idiot so I'm easily entertained I like, feel this like this is really cool <laughs> yeah I really do feel like you were the first you know whatever obviously lots of people have been doing it but you were the first queen I saw especially okay so in Chicago you work a lot at Berlin yep and the stage at Berlin is tall oh the stage is like four feet tall so you're always looking at my crotch and right. my shoes yep. yeah. and I remember going to a drag show when I lived in Chicago Chicago and you have just like it's basically eye level to your shoes. Yeah. And I was like, does she stone the underside? Yes, yeah, I do. The shoes? The underside. Listen, if I'm wearing all Akira, you gotta hit him with a razzle dazzle <laughs> at the shoe. Right? You gotta give him something to work with. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> well, you were talking about kimchi, and so many of like the drag race girls are from drag are from Chicago. Yeah. And also so much of Chicago drag is like so excellent and amazing. What is it about Chicago that the girls are like just better? Why? I I really don't know what it is, but I think um what I like when we were all coming up like 6 or 7 years ago, uh I, I thought what was so cool about Chicago's drag is like you kind of have like a, a heavy hitter in each like arena, I guess you would say. Like you had me, I was like the host. The host. You had Kim, she was this look queen wearing a, a whole Macy's Day parade float, like as <laughs> you know, a look. And then you have Shay, who was the dancer, and you have Valentine who's kind of giving you like a burlesque moment. Like you just had someone that was doing one of everything, and now we've kind of shipped them off. You know, like yeah. we grew the crops and we sent them off to drag race and they exploited them. And then <laughs> and now we're 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 growing our new crops. And it's so funny that that has happened again. We you have Angie Chan, our like comedy oh, queen, I love. who's like really good at the internet. And then you have Bambi Banks Coulet, who yeah. is uh she's an amazing dancer, and you just have girls that are doing like their own music now. And you even have like um drag kings and yeah, people Tinderoni, like Tinderoni like, that are no... just traveling now, and it's like yeah. one of the top drag kings and in my opinion. It's because everyone like picks a lane and just does a really good version of what they do. Yeah. And I think that's what's always been like for me when I'm booking a show I want there to be a little bit of everything but then you go to some shows and it's like 10 girls wearing like the same hair and the same outfit yeah. and there's one black person you know <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean they're but passing when, it's a curious me. wig to everyone right. yeah. <laughs> but, when, but when you come to ours it's like 
You have a, a fucking goth girl. You have a girl with a beard. You have a, multiple Latin people, multiple black people. You know, it's not like you're just like... I don't know. I just get sick of these boring ass shows. So yeah. I think variety has become such a big part of what we do is that everyone doesn't, everyone like plays to what they do, you know, like, uh, I sound really generic saying that. No, because no, it makes the, sense. you know yeah. what I mean? It's like and you find something and you like, you weren't trying to be like everyone else. Yeah. Like the people who do the weirdest shit are the ones that excel. Like if you're a pageant girl, sure. bring me your biggest pageant shit. That's yeah. what we like. Okay. If you're fucking weird, like eat weird shit on stage, do it. And it's all going to be in one show. Yeah. I guess in a lot of other cities, I see that Queens are like trying to do something that isn't them to fit into yeah. a mold. Like you mean people really said, doing like, your numbers. Well, my numbers also, but, <laughs> no, but when I travel around and they hear that I, they're on a show booked with me and then it's like a girl that's normally a pageant girl decides to do like a spooky number yes and it doesn't know you know what well. she does you know what she does she does uh heads will roll yeah by the, yeah yeah yes that's <laughs> Marilyn Manson or Marilyn Manson yep. that's ooh I'm doing a spooky show like beautiful people yeah, yeah, beautiful yeah. people yeah mm-hmm. they're like yeah. do you have a strobe up there <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna need a tart because I am doing blood tonight <laughs> yeah I don't know it's just it's weird because in so many places like a standard will be set of like there's like the show director basically what I do and she'll be like this is what I consider to be the standard of beauty this is is what you should be doing and then everyone yeah. gets their outfits from one fucking person one person does the hair everybody looks the same it looks and, like homogenized track yeah and and we don't we don't do that and we we, I we don't celebrate know. the difference there which is yeah. what I, I always have a great time there because everyone's so accepting and there's never yeah. a sense of like oh Meatball's doing something dumb. Yeah. It's just like, oh, there she's doing her thing. And a big part of it is I try to educate the audience too. And you know, if I know someone's coming up that's about to do something weird, and God knows we might have people who come in from next door at Cheesy's, a bunch of, you know, dumbass like Cubs fans. Oh, God, I, I try cheesies. to manage the expectations and say, All right, at Berlin at Drag Matinee, we have a little bit of everything. We got fucking weirdos, pageant girls, and we love it all, don't we, guys? And they go, Yeah. And I go, All right, let's bring out fucking meatball, and it's meatball with a belly. <laughs> Out eating cheeseburgers, and the audience knows straight from cheesies, right? And and the audience uh, can celebrate that, so you have to train them. You know, when the show starts, to say, Everybody, come up to the front, take a dollar out, like, celebrate these girls. And once you do that enough times, like, they just know how to act, but not enough people educate their audience. You have done such an amazing job educating your audience, thank you. Truly, they're supportive, they show up on time for the show because they know my shows. Love that. They know my shows start at a certain time, end at a certain time, and I will be upstairs twirling with you doing shots of tequila right mm-hmm. after the show, and, and you know no exactly what you're going to get. <laughs> right. I think Wait, that's important. So I many, love that. So many shows like just don't fucking start on time and like the one of the biggest things when you're trying to make an audience like uh, uh, start to support you we're is not like, talking about the pageant. That was different. That was a pageant. Was that late and annoying? It, no, it just, we started, um, it started on time. Extremely late. It started well. We had videos playing of old Miss Continental pageants. That was actually really That's a really cool. We played like we played like an hour's worth of Miss Continental. And everyone videos. was awesome. like going up for when they saw like a doll that they yeah. knew. It so was many really... of the kids have never seen. Yeah. They have so, like no an clue about yeah. the old pageant system. I want to talk to you about. So uh, obviously, you are a show director. You run shows at. You run drag matinee at Berlin. Yep, every Saturday. XYZ at, at Roscoe's, Roscoe's, which yeah, is every a first Sunday. 90s party. Yeah, late 90s, early 2000s. It's Generations X and uh, Y and Z. And Z. <laughs> well, I don't know what Z is, but yeah, they gave Z. us this name. Z, Z. yes. Um, yes. You do other, yeah. obviously, special events. I know you're always involved in Milwaukee Pride. Yep. But you're also like at Roscoe's in yep. Chicago, you host the Drag Race Viewing Party, which has kind of, I feel like, it's is become well, the unofficial like, third thing that you watch yeah. after after untucked. It's wild, but it was smart because you guys decided to video it mm-hmm. and put it out, and like I think that's another genius thing that you're Basically doing. Basically started to do it right as we were putting out Race Chasers. So oh, really? <laughs> 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 uh, oh, wow. <laughs> no, um, yeah, it's funny, like, it was kind of... Wow, weird tension now, Dipper. Thanks <laughs> for that. <laughs> it was uh, it was like a, a, an afterthought in the beginning because, like, uh, I don't know, they, obviously Roscoe's has a huge budget and yeah. so um they're why like, is that does it cost money to get into the viewing party no it's free 
liquor sponsors? They just make so much money at the well, bar? They, I mean, I, they I mean, don't need to it their business. I've been, been, go they've been there for 35 years, so they own the entire building. And then the next day, they, they charge to get in. Got and it. so they'll they'll book all the girls for the viewing party. And then they tack on a second day. And they do um, meet and greet. And then, yeah, everyone performs. Good business model. That's a good business and, model. And, you know, there's so many people doing bad business models with <laughs> artists who are traveling around. Yeah. And things blow up in their face. And, like, yeah. you only hear great things about you, your shows, mm-hmm. about yeah. Sean, Roscoe. Like, yeah. everyone is so girls, positive about that it makes experience. My, it makes my job so much easier because the girls come in and they're like, oh, God, thank God I'm here because I just came from, you know, Bumblefuck wherever. And this was late. This was tacky. This was awful. And, you know, you know, Roscoe's going to pick you up on time. Mm-hmm. We're going to get you fucking Ooh, drunk. I love that black car pickup, girl. Oh, yeah. They Ooh. treat you right. Yeah. They get you, girl. It's nice because it's, it makes my job easier that I got to talk to these complete strangers for two fucking hours on a mic and they're not disgruntled that they're like, oh, thank God I'm at Roscoe's. Yeah. You know, right. like it's, it makes my job fucking easy. So, yeah. What are some of the like, okay, so we're just, I mean, at this point, we'll have just come off of season 11. You did a bunch of viewing parties. What were some of the like, because I know oh. a lot of like clips you, from the viewing parties yeah. have made them on the internet. I am the, wi- viral. I, I'm the Wendy Williams of Drag Race <laughs> Reddit. Are, right. are. Well, the fucking Trevor shirt kills me. Oh my God. Yeah. Travis. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Well, well when, when we first started uh, doing the viewings and, and they put them on YouTube, uh, like they just kind of did it here and there. And I was like, I think what is going to sell us as a viewing party is that like, this is where you can get the actual tea. Cause we're getting guests like a talk show. I was like, uh, yeah. let's treat it like a talk show. I was like, I want to be Wendy Williams. Like I'm going to ask them the questions that don't really get to ask, you know, I don't want to like gotcha yeah. them, but I want it to but be you like, do this give is them a little bit of liquor. Yeah. But <laughs> well, this is where you come spill the tea. So then yeah. people are like, Oh my God, you have to go watch the Roscoe's viewing party. Cause all the stuff I just watched on TV, here's what was happening behind the scenes. And you know, here's why this elimination looked whack. Like this, uh, you know, yeah. like people are giving you the real tea, and you and you want that. And it's so interesting, just because we've invited people to come on Race Chaser, and they've said, "Oh, I can't do any press till the season's over." But your event is technically a club gig. Yeah, they don't, oh. so it's not yeah. considered press. And then when they film it, it's like yeah. it's like a backdoor into, oh yeah, my God. which is amazing. VH1 will be like, "Hey guys, we know you're going to Roscoe tonight. Please don't talk about this." Like, yeah. like they said that. Because uh, that's amazing. We had, well, I don't know. I don't want to say anything. So, but they were like uh, a queen, a queen. <laughs> it was like right before they were filming this reunion. They're like, please don't talk about this because we're about to talk about it. Uh, we want to save it all for the reunion and want it to be like flashy and you know, uh, and like, I mean, we want you to confront there. And then the girls like, okay, and then still talked about it. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's a, that's kind of a respectful ask because they're like, yeah. let's help make the TV I mean, show better. For me, it's like I don't want to step on World of Wonders toes. I don't sure. want to step on Drag Race's toes because you're like fingers crossed season twelve. I mean, I don't kidding. think my fingers are like crossed anymore at this point. I, I yeah. Kind of, I I mean I. You know, I don't publicly like to talk about it because it does kind of feel like a weird elephant in the room for me. Sure. Because like people ask me all the time, but you know, it is what it is. It is what like, it is. I, That's I, what my response will be to. It is what it is. It I, is what it is. I don't. I don't know. I just don't want to piss them off. I want to make sure that we're not making it harder for them to do their jobs. But, yeah. but like we do have this kind of unspoken like we're like World of Wonders wacky neighbor that like it's constantly like kind of pestering them. And you know, like <laughs> like we did the um the, we had the finale booked for All Stars four and. We we had Monet, Trinity, and someone else was supposed to be there. And they, on the Monday before the show, and we have been promoting this. We all, sold all of our tickets for the seats and everything. Monday of, they decided, okay, we're going to be uh, taping them. So they like Snatched put them at the them. World of Sun- Wonder Studios and just like put them in a fake bar setting and pretended like they were filming at a club. And we had to redo our entire thing like five days before the show. And you were like, just send a crew here to film yeah, at a club. We're like, filmed us. Yeah, we were like, or at least give us like ample time. I don't yeah. know. But, but that's I, I'm not Hollywood shit. You know, like yeah. they signed some contract that says like filming is yeah. top priority. So you yeah. have to bump whatever if yeah. you need to. But they, I don't know. They've been we are their pesky neighbor yeah. at times, but yeah, but I don't ever want to step on their toes where I'm thankful that I have a fucking show to base our show off yeah. of. You know what yeah. I mean? 
Yeah. That trickle down drag race economy. You know we what? just saw a whole convention of it, right? Yeah. right. Oh my God. It's paying my gay bills it and I'm happy. Too much. I'm cashing my gay checks. I, uh, my, my gay, my Wait, gay bills. Can yeah. you my white a, money. Can you. <laughs> my <laughs> Still funny in July. Can you talk about. Wait, the one that I saw most recently was that silky lip sync with the wig reveal. Oh, that is. And did y'all take that down? <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's still making the rounds. It's still yeah. yeah. Anyway, we don't cool. get to talk about yeah, that. We can pivot. So, pivot. But I will say one thing we might have to edit out, but I went to her booth and she literally took the microphone out of my hand mm-hmm. and talked at the camera for five minutes straight. Silk? Silky. With the silk, good milk? Silk, silk with the good milk just did it. And I just stood there and I was like, preach. I was, I did not want to interrupt. Yeah. Um, we don't have to edit that list, out. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to say that. You've been traveling around hosting a lot, oh. which is kind of, I when I tell, I was explaining who you were to him because he's not into the gay stuff. The producer. But, yeah. yeah, the producer. <laughs> and uh, I was like, well, she's just a host and it's kind of wild that she travels as much yeah. as she does because most girls are expected to like perform two numbers and yeah. do all this stuff and she's so funny that they literally are just like come do a show here it's and a do hard that. sell to people and now it's getting easier because people have seen me on like doing the Roscoe's viewing parties it's, that's been a blessing that's been great but it was a hard sell for such a long time because it's like well what do you do yeah. and it's like uh well where else can you hire someone to host for two hours and I sit at the side of the stage and I yell and scream the whole time and mm-hmm. I will your people will have the best night because I'm amping the crowd up and yes. we're doing shots and we're yeah you know it's like hard to tell them what it, they're like well we can we can just get one of the girls to host I'm like I'm telling you I'm gonna same. fucking do it like yeah it's my whole I'm like not only host I'm like hype man like yeah. that's my shit I love to sit at the side of the stage you watch a show I'm in I'm watching the whole thing I'm screaming I'm yelling when the girl's about to hit the beat and I know that she's about to shablam I'm gonna be like yes and the <laughs> audience is going to go up like that's the shit I love I have like an intimate relationship with the audience and I just love to fucking hype people up and not enough shows have like a hype man yeah they have a host who like goes and gets a drink while the girl's performing and they come back and go excellent all right next up no it's like Linus like you know <laughs> what I mean hosts that literally Fabulous. don't even go into the bar they're I love only they're on stage in the dressing room oh in Chicago the girls that will <laughs> literally sit on a chair room? in the back and go Oh, oh my god. Are you okay, this Don't is drives me crazy. No, I won't. But when I'm watching a show, it drives me crazy as like uh when a girl's done with her number, I immediately say her name. This is important to me. Like say Meatball is gone and the music stops. You go, Meatball, and the audience is still, you know, they're excited and that's when you yell their name. Not okay, the number is over, everyone cheers, and the girl takes a little break and you go. All right, now give it up for me. Oh and it's like, gosh. you've already, okay, now it's a chore for me to clap. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so the girls just like sit in a chair in the back and they're not building momentum. They're just kind of like ticking the boxes. You yeah. know what I mean? And well, for me, it's about like, for the first like three or four numbers of the show, I just let the show go, 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 go before I talk because that's how I'm building the moment. Uh, I don't yeah. know. I, I get, no, it I makes can talk, sense. No, I, I can talk great. about fucking hosting forever. Cause to me, it's like so important how you do it. That the, That's how you curate the audience, yeah. their experience. But some people well, are just and it's like, it's true because I've done shows at Berlin where it just, the show doesn't stop. First of all, there's yeah. no intermission and it just keeps going and going and going and, and going. And it's hard and to keep people's end, attention for an hour and a half, an hour 45. Yeah, yeah. But by the end of it, the people in the audience are still losing their shit yeah. for everything. And every eye is looking at the stage. Yeah. Cause that is, that's my job to get every eye looking at the stage. I hate when girls are performing and people are in the back fucking talking. Yeah. It drives me fucking crazy. So it's disrespectful. like, that is the, that is my job. You know, it's my job to make sure those people are standing at the edge of the stage, balls on the stage, that they're fucking tipping balls on the stage. That's what we always say. Get the fuck up stage. there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're six foot two, oh, so oh, take oh, your oh, oh, no, it's just, Oh, I used to take my Truvada. Yeah. You used to take it on the episode. We were like, I we get it before you I got here. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> no, but I think it, I think it, it just equates to the idea of like if a girl's like um, I'm a fucking dancer and I dance and I rehearse and I know mm-hmm. my moves and I do this and I have reveals like they take it that seriously. It's yeah, like, you're a ho- it's like a science. Yeah. It's if you're good at thing. what you do, it's a science. And it's I wake up and I think about how can I make this better. It's like people like Kim Chi wake up and go, how can I make this crazy outfit? How can I? I, I wake don't up and need I'm to like, walk in. Because yeah, right. this is what I'm good at. I wake standing. up and, and I'm thinking about jokes. Like I'm constantly writing down like new ways 
to present things and just, I don't know. It's like, it's your job. It's what you do. Yeah. Like if I was an accountant, I'd be thinking about numbers all the time. <laughs> boop, boop, you boop. take it seriously. Yeah. Wait, so uh, what, what, if any numbers in your drag career, have you lip synced? Oh God. I don't even like, I hate talking about it. It makes me so uncomfortable. Was to think it about like five years ago? Like when was oh, the last time been, you think you lip synced? Uh, two and a half years ago. Two and a half years ago. What and was it? You told me before. Oh my God. It was Gucci Gucci by Krishan. I was like, okay, you guys, sense. if I'm going to do it, I'm doing a song with a lot of words and I want it to be a horrible song. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and so you, you, at that point you had just been bullied into doing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I get tipped down when I do it. Like yeah, I make fucking money. Do you still do it I do sometimes? it every like two years I'll do it, but I don't see myself doing it again. I've always said, I want to get into like, actually like if I like wrote parody songs and stuff, I would, I would do that, but yeah. I just don't. I don't know. Well, that's why the lip sync to like, like songs, what I do. just flat songs. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, some girls are good at it. I mean, you uh, like to chop it up and make, make a statement messy. and yeah. do, a, do a thing. And like, you know, talking to Willem, Willem's like, I, I hate li Like, I want to sing my own song. Yeah. You yeah. know, sing. I could do that. Yeah. Like, and if I I'm singing my own shit, that. like, yeah, I could, I can't, I'm not a good singer, but I could, you could carry talk over enough to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, drag music coming from my gig. For me, it's <laughs> right. Talk over a beat. For me, I feel like it would be easier for me to hold an audience like that because I can still play with the audience. Yeah, right. and that's like my skill set. Yeah, so that's what makes so me happier. You, if I'm enjoying myself, I'm because enjoy because like I don't enjoy lip syncing, so I, <laughs> it's like I don't know. And to me, it's so weird because it's something that people are like you have to do this, and it's like. You really don't like if you don't like doing it and if you don't think the audience is liking it, like there's so many girls that are performing that should not be performing. Yep. If you're a good host, just fucking host. If you do somersaults, do that. But that's not what I do. Like <laughs> you don't you don't want me to do that. That's not yeah. what I'm good at. Like none of us are going to enjoy it. Like, yeah, tip me down because it's novelty that I did it once every two years. But it's awful. It's terrible. <laughs> like. I'm bad at it. I can admit that. That is a strength. To me, it's a strength that I don't lip sync because I have enough. I can look at myself in the outside in and go, oh, yeah, that's bad. Don't make people look at that just because people told you how to do it. You know what I mean? So true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just, so so don't let your true vada fall. So you're from... <laughs> Uh, you're from Florida or your family oh, lives in Florida? I'm from Florida. Okay. As so hell. that is what you, all of your reference points are. Uh-huh. Yeah. Got it. That's, Wait, what, that's what this topic How is long were you... Yeah, you're wearing a racer. What, <laughs> how long were you in Florida before you moved to Chicago? Uh, I've lived in Chicago for 11 years okay. and I'm uh, 31. But I grew up uh, on the East Coast in Fort Pierce, Florida. Um, and then I lived in Tampa for two years. I went to University of South Florida. Go Bulls. Did you start doing drag then or in Chicago? I've been doing drag for eight years, nine years. Oh. So yeah, I started in Chicago. What made you get into doing drag? Um, I started going to Drag Matinee, which is a show that I now own. <laughs> but <laughs> I started... <laughs> I didn't know you took it over. Yeah. I didn't know it had been running that long. I thought it was something yeah. you created. Yeah, me too. No. Um, no. I I no. changed I changed it up a lot. Oh. So when I first went to it, it was every other week. And uh, it, we would get like 80 people in the audience. And now we get about uh, exactly the amount the capacity is. Exactly, <laughs> exactly right. I mean, right. it gets packed and it gets hot. Yeah. Um, but mm. yeah, I... Uh, the girls who were running it stopped doing drag and they were like still trying to run it and the bar was like what's going on here it was just like it, it kind of yeah. uh I don't know. It, it wasn't doing very well. And uh, they also used to get in like knockdown drag out fights. And like, it was just like a really like fun. toxic, crazy environment. And so then the bar was like, we need to like kind of figure this out. So they announced that they were canceling the show because it had been falling off for a while. So everyone came to the final show. And then uh, we announced that like I was going to like restart it. And so then we kept doing it every other week. And then or yeah. And then we announced like okay, now we're going to do every week. And yeah, we used to have like uh, a special guest every like four months and then it became every other month. Then it became every, you know, like we yeah. just slowly just started to make it a thing. And now it's like every week we have girls coming in from across the fucking country. So and wild. Yeah. We had like, uh, how many? No, we had like, 60 guest stars last year or maybe more. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And you and it's not just drag queens that come because you've had like internet stars. Yeah. You had like Tiffany Pollard. Yeah. Christine Sidelko. Um, we've had all kinds of fucking weirdos. That's so crazy. Yeah. Well, so you've been doing it for eight years, but like, yeah. do you, and you're a great host, but do you see yourself like transitioning out of drag and into just being like, like a host? Like, like RuPaul. Well, yeah, kind of <laughs> like that. But like doing uh, your no. own show like that, now you're just going to do... 
I. What do you mean? Well, I just mean like for me, sometimes I feel like I'm funny without drag. Like I could do mm. stand up outside of drag, really, oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Even when I have yeah. done stand up, <laughs> do you do you not see that for me? Is that not my path in your eyes? We haven't talked about it. Okay, so I'm not let's not do it now. Why don't you just pop another Travada? Yeah, just diva. Pop, pop them all day. Um, I uh, I've done stand up in drag, and I don't know. I like. I don't think I would do it out of drag because I like uh, having like going the, like this, the boom, int- boom, touching your, my titties. Your fake titties. I like <laughs> having the entry point into like the audience's mind of like they already like you when you come out and you're a drag queen and you're doing st- yeah. like to me. I just like drag as I don't know. I just like it because I feel like it. Uh, it, it's so much more commanding. Like I get so much, I'm not going to go on that thing where people are like, people don't respect me when I'm running drag. Cause they still respect me. Cause I'm great. But <laughs> you know what I mean? She just moved her invisible wig. When you, <laughs> when you walk in and you're in drag and I'm like, you know, uh, I'm a million feet tall and I have huge hair. Like you just get that respect in a different way. So like, I just really like that. I don't know. It like helps me open up a certain part of my yeah. personality where I'm just like, I own everything. Yeah, sure. people really pay attention when they see perimeter stoning. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, did you see that perimeter stone? I couldn't believe it. Oh, wow. It was everywhere. <laughs> and the bottom of her shoe. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh All right, God. well, uh, how about we go to break right now? Okay. Yeah. Well, I ain't really steering the ship I today, bitch. You are tired. <laughs> and I, oop, and I, oop. She slapped me. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including calorie-smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor Meals, I'm like, oh baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of ma- pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is oh, yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. And we're back! We're back! Bareback. He's on Truvada. He's on Truvada. I am too. Yeah. We can bareback each other. Hey, all you butt boys. <laughs> butt boys. Tune into our OnlyFans for some double barebacking action. Yeah. Lovely. The after show, we're raw dogging. <laughs> <laughs> hey, gal. Let's raw dog. Got my raw dogs in the bag. Raw dogs go to heaven. Be your cover. (laughs) Raw dogs go to heaven. That's your new. (laughs) That should be your next single. (laughs) 
look, she's giving out ideas here. Damn. I love you. Idea. All right. It's, <laughs> time. it's time for our first segment. Okay. Food break. It's called food break. Food break. <laughs> oh, God. It's, we have everything's a little different. Okay. Well, look. Ah. Fruits. Mm. That's the reaction oh, I get. Aldi fruit. I'm so thankful. It's not from Aldi. Okay. I don't know what an Aldi is. Walgreens we fruit. Ha- we don't. It's, <laughs> oh my God. Well, it's going to be on the floor. Okay. It's sticky. Oh, it's great. From- it's wet and you're flicking it on me. I'm already having a great time. Thank you. <laughs> it's from Vons. I don't know what that is. It's, it's like, like an Albertsons. Aldi. Ah. Wait, there are no Albertsons in the Midwest? Oh, I don't know your life. This I am one, get am I supposed to eat this? This pineapple. is the whole segment. Yeah, we all. Oh. You don't. You have to eat this whole thing, and we we don't <laughs> set the timer. Watch it right. or timer. Mm-hmm. I just ate. Well, I'll just have some melon. Yeah, have some melon. It's uh, a general uh, um, uh, assortment of fruits, strawberries. Oh, I hate when they put pineapple in these things because it makes everything taste like pineapple. Yeah, it's so strong. Or when they put in fucking like grapefruit. Ugh, or when they everything acidic. Yeah, or Ugh. they'll put mango in it and the mango won't be ripe. Mm. And so it's just like a hard... Ugh, so or gross. when they prep it three days ago, mm-hmm. and then the bottom of all the fruit is brown, and it tastes like what it's packaged in. <laughs> yeah, it's like spam anyway, or so like I American don't cheese. Love the snack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, thank you for ruining my day. <laughs> this does taste like the plastic yeah. packaged in. Mm. This is not good. I'll keep eating it though because I need sustenance. You need sustenance because you were up late. All right. Well, this brings us to our next segment. Oh, great! A dirty hot dog. I have to eat now. <laughs> It's actually garbage pizza. <laughs> wait, wait, before we get to that, you have a podcast. Oh, I do. It's called The Tea, and uh, we, I know, very generic, terrible name. Um, Is it um, gay things? Uh, yes. Uh, so we've had uh, tons of drag queens. Uh, Meatballs has been on it twice. Mm-hmm. We've had uh, Naomi Smalls, Kimchi, or no, not Kimchi, Shea Kool-Aid. Oh. You okay? I'm having flashes to when I was on it. Yeah. Oh, and you're <laughs> coughing the entire coughing. podcast. You're welcome. Yeah. We've had uh, Naomi, uh, Vixen, Detox, uh, tons of Chicago people, Auntie Chan, Tenderoni. Uh, it's it, an amazing podcast. They answer audience listener questions. Oh, it's really fun. We get really deep. We roast fruit? things. We <laughs> eat dirty fruit. Um, we, they have champagne at theirs. We do. Yeah, because we actually have a budget. So that's they do wild. Have a budget. You yeah, can bring we, stuff to this. We don't have a producer with a computer. But we have. Uh, we're what do you tr- record on voice memo? Uh, no, we. I I'm mean, joking. we have like nice. <laughs> they have really yeah. good equipment. I'm joking. So Trey, how dare you drag their equipment? Trey, you don't even know their life. Trey, our producer, his oh, Trey. roommate is, Trey. is actually a sound designer for Broadway in Chicago. So he has like a huge soundboard in their apartment. In the it's like the, legit. It's like, the size of a kitchen table. Yeah, it looks wow. like the ones you would well, see at like Alec, a giant venue. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so your fucking old- hacky sack operation <laughs> shit hole apartment you got me in. I just wanted you to know that mine is way better. Thank you, Forever Dog. <laughs> thank you yeah, so but thank you for the hot fruit. Yeah, <laughs> the hot, warm, hot, dirty hot fruit. fruit. <laughs> There'll be hot fruit. Mm. Oh, there. Oh, that's what the. There's a show in Brooklyn called Hot Fruit on Monday nights. So yeah, we'll it's share from them. Strangers with Strangers candy. candy. Right. Anyway, now let's get us to the next segment. Fuck talk. Fuck talk. I Bug forgot talk. what it was called. Now we talk about um you fucking. Oh god. Okay, this is a part of the uh, show where we tell stories about weird hookups. Or, I wasn't prepared for this. Yeah, uh, I know. We're spo- there's always like a minute of people gotcha. thinking. Gotcha. You got it? I've been gotcha. No, yeah, we gotcha, yeah. Yeah. Punked. <laughs> well, you start then. Okay. okay, I'll start. One time when I was living in New York City, Long ago, eight years ago. I didn't know I was just, Yeah, I lived in New York for six years. Oh, I did know that. Was, didn't you do voice work? Yeah. Yeah. I was running around being a mess and using Craigslist because I just didn't want to have sex with people that I knew. Yeah. And so this guy was like, hey, I'm in town on a business trip. I'm staying at this hotel. Come up to my room and we'll just like mess around in the dark. It'll be super secret. And I was like, this seems like right for an 18 year old. So <laughs> it'll uh, be super secret. It'll be, it, this is my Carrie Bradshaw moment. I'm just going to have fun with sexy strangers. And his pictures are really hot. So I get to the hotel room and it's like dark. The lights are off. Are you telling me how you guys met? Ah! No, he was older than him. And then uh, <laughs> we, I get. I just scream. I was so uncomfortable <laughs> thinking about fucking <laughs> people. Ah! Ah! So then I like get into the room and he, I like can't find the lights. So she's like, oh, don't touch the lights. And I was like, uh oh. You'll get an electric shot. That's not good. It's not good, is it? 
Nope. So then I'm starting to like kind of be like, okay. And I'm like sauntering over to the bed, <laughs> just trying to figure out like where this person is. And I like reach and I feel something. And I was like, what is that? Cause the pictures were a very attractive, like thin man. And this guy was like, I shit you not, like 450 pounds. Oh, I got beef. gooped, girl. So what'd you do? I left. <laughs> did you? After I sucked his dick. Right. Ah! 100%. I was like, I'm here. I might as well. You had like, a hankering for the Like the if, I made, if I went all the way there, like Ain't it would have to be pretty bad yeah, for well, me to be like, the worst part was fine. that it was like a hotel in the middle of Times Square. So I'm already like walking through yeah. like all of this like giant hotel just to find his room. That was, that happened to me in Chicago. And it was one of the first times on the apps that I had like, some guy sent me pictures and now I, you know, years down the line have learned the lesson. But like the pictures, like he, he was like a, like a good looking sort of, you know, bear type. So, but bald beard and like sort of wide set eyes and, you know, round wide face. Wide set eyes. I like a little, um, droopy like a trout? eye. Like a fit? <laughs> like a, f- like on the side of his head? <laughs> you know, they're just like not in the middle. They're just, they're a little over here. Give us an example. Take that out. <laughs> Just mark that right now. But you know what I mean. <laughs> well, good to know your type. Well, there we go. Right. <laughs> All right. So, um, but when I got there. <laughs> You're so tired. <laughs> when I got there, um, he looked like Ooh. Shrek. Oh, Jesus. And oh, God. All of the pictures he had sent were like. From above and yeah. upside down. Oh my god! And I was like, I was like, oh, he didn't send me pictures that look like him because yeah. all of my photos were like bright light, me just going ah, like this yeah. is my face, like hello. And I remember that was like the first time I also stayed uh, because I was like, you can't leave. It was like truly one of my first hookups, and I was yeah. like, oh, you can't leave. I already said I would come over here and fuck you, so I'm. You also doing have that, that weird thing that we're like programmed where you don't want to disappoint someone, so you would rather just like eat it yeah. and humiliate yourself, and and then eat just it. be like, eh, it is what <laughs> it, it is. It is what it is. Yeah, we lose. You win some. You but lose the some. more the more like you get into like hookup culture and stuff, you're like, I am leaving now. I don't want to do yeah. this. Like, right. I, I will 100. percent Are be you like, on no. the apps? Um, every now and then I will. Yeah. She logs on. Yeah, I, I I just it's not really my thing. I yeah. just assume that anyone that I meet on an app like can't meet people otherwise because they have like terrible social skills or their breath smells or like something. So I just am oh, really afraid that, that I'm gonna <laughs> see you. someone well. that I'm gonna meet someone that's just like unsavory. But every time we go on there and I have met someone, I'd be like, oh yeah, this is fine. Everyone's on the apps. Everyone's, everyone's on, on the there. apps. Yeah, I have like I I definitely have had some negative experience, but yeah. I feel like overall, like I have yeah. just this like plethora of like. Oh, some like rich, fun person who wants to take me out to dinner after we have sex in some like hotel penthouse and they're cool, insane, Wait, and interesting. Right. And you're like, Do you go what? out to dinner after? No, after? absolutely if, not. If the connection no, I'm is not right. looking to hang out after. It, it is a transaction. I'm looking for friends. It's a transaction. And when we nut, like, lo- lovely meeting you. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the minute it's on, my, my pants are on. Right. Um, did we, you, I'm running out, just you like were slinging about... jizz off of my hands. Like, <laughs> I have to go. I'm Don't like, even look me in the eye. <laughs> I hate myself now. Yeah. Did I tell this story about in New York at a hotel in Midtown when I pissed in that guy's mouth, but I had too much coffee? Oh, yes. no. no. I think you told me that Is it like acidic? <laughs> yeah. So you have to I, drink a lot of water. You're supposed to just be that. drinking water and Again, beer. Another first. I had no idea. And like, or, obviously, oh. hello, if you like drink a bunch of coffee and then go take a piss, it smells like co- like it's horrible. And then if you're drinking water or people who drink a lot of it's beer, clear. like it's clear. Yeah. And that's like what people who are into piss play like. And this guy was like they messaging like me the clear. The clear. Yeah, that's I mean, what you're for yeah. the most part. Uh, and gross. this guy was messaging me and he was like, oh, I want you to pee in my mouth. And I was like, I'd be up for that. Like, you know, I'm like, you like polish off your like box of Joe from Duncan. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you, like, yeah, you uh, sip your gravy boat. You're like, ah, yes, I know. What, I know what they're into. Nice yeah. and thick. Uh, but I was like, I was like, if you want that i'll deliver that no big yeah. you know i'm up i'm always up for something new so I was same like, yeah let's go for it would you do poop play no, no absolutely not. I can't, okay. I, I, something new not something unsafe that's i consider it unsafe someone told me did i also i feel I like know, i just repeat myself just all the time it. someone told me that people who are really into scat play um 
they uh, like if I wanted you to shit in my mouth. I don't. Nah. I'm so. I'm gonna puke. I would give you like a Z pack ahead of time. That's so that you would have an no, antibiotic, no, so that your waste would not get me sick. I find that to that is absolutely to do disgusting. all of that prep. If work. I'm hooking up with someone and like, no. if we're trying something new, Stop. like if we're trying something new, like okay, like slap me around, choke you out, whatever. Like if we're going into new territory, that's fine. If I feel like I'm diving into your childhood trauma, or if <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I can see into your psyche and something's very wrong, that is like where I draw the line. Yeah. Like I had an ex who was like, yeah, will you put cigarettes out on me? And I was like, no, nope. I'm not going to do that. I'll choke you out. Let's party. But no, I'm not going like to like all the way to sleep choking out. No, I'm not doing all that. Not like that's, didn't people used to do that in middle school. Yeah. 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 When everyone, we were 12, we did that. No, you would pass out. You'd pop up. You'd be all tingly. Yeah. Felt like you got a full night's rest. No. Yeah. Now people, the church director would come in and be like, quit killing each other. <laughs> now people just do poppers. Yeah. So do you have any fun stories? I have another one oh. from Chicago where I got bamboozled, but you go ahead. Um, I Ooh. hooked up. This is kind of a gross one, but it's the first one that came to mind. That's what we want That's here. What I want. Um, Sloppy seconds. Porcelain was in town. It was like five years ago, um, and she was doing um, drag matinee. And so I had like set my alarm. I was like, oh, yeah, I got to wake up in the, early in the morning and go to like brunch with like her and kimchi, whatever. So um, uh, we're like staying out. And we're partying. And then I like m- see this boy that I'm like, oh, he's cute. I've like seen him around we end up hooking up right and we're both wasted so while we're hooking up he throws up on me he pukes oh. on me yeah. and i was like okay i think we should like was yeah, he he's sucking like, your dick so it was triggered i don't want to say that. or were you like making the, out then just threw up on your chest there was i, I don't want to get into that filleting okay um, <laughs> Yeah, but <laughs> so, he threw up on me. So I don't was, want to tell you the details. So there was puke. Well, you bamboozled me and brought me here and made me talk about sex. And I did not agree to this. <laughs> so Oops. she did ask, should I prepare anything? And I was like, like, no, nah. that's why we like this. It's a surprise. Um, So he pukes on me and we're both just like, OK, so this is just the natural end of this. Right. OK, like, have a good night. Like, leave my apartment. Thank you. And so then I, of course, it's like early as shit in the morning. Like, we've been up all night, whatever. And my alarm goes off and I'm like, oh, fuck. No, my alarm goes off. And I think I slept through it. And then I'm getting calls and the girls are like, hey, like, we're about to leave. Do you want us to get you for brunch? I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I'm so sorry. Let me just put clothes on. And you know that thing where you wake up in the morning after drinking and you haven't fully remembered what happened yep. the night before so I just like get All in the time I, I put clothes on and I just get in the car and they're like you smell awful and I was like what do you mean they're like you smell like acid like you smell like did you throw up I was like oh my god you guys oh my god I was like you guys I'm covered in throw up right now and I just woke up and didn't realize it because I had just passed out after the kid left so I had to go take a fucking whore bath in the brunch no I, had, I was like I'll be right back guys I you had, didn't just get out of the car no we went to brunch you don't love yourself I washed my dick in the sink <laughs> came back and I was like I apologize that's and, a new song and they were, like, dick dick in the they were like you guys are disgusting and I was like oh, it is what it is but, but I mean yeah, no, how that, many that dudes was, have washed their dick in the sink honestly oh, yeah, Berlin, especially in the summer like oh my oh, god you wash your dick in the sink if you know you're gonna hook up with someone and you've had a sweaty yeah. day it is common courtesy I thought baby wipes was common courtesy that is yeah. Yeah. But I don't have those I don't wash my dick in the sink yeah, right. dunk them This balls. is not what I agreed to come here to talk about. <laughs> I came here to talk shit about Trixie Mattel. Okay, I'm not here to talk get about my dick. Well, let's get into it. You're baby. rich and famous friends. Yeah. Yeah, you have a lot of rich and famous. <laughs> Has friends. she turned her back on you? Yeah, that's yet? why I picked them. Um, <laughs> uh, no, she's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Trixie's the best. Her documentary just came out, and uh, have you seen it? No, but I'm in it because I'm I'm there on her winning night because she was at Roscoe's. Oh, oh right. right. So, uh, yeah, it's like one of the big moments of yeah, because it follows her basically. Do you know anything about it? Yeah, it goes. It's like a year, right? Yeah, but it's like the her rise. It's like this one of the biggest years for her, but it was also when her and Katya had like. Yeah, they Katya had like a full moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they like on camera catch like basically when they had their meltdown. Oh, yeah. So what started as like a fun year in the life ended up being like kind of a fucked up. You yeah. know, apparently some of it's kind of somber. 
But yeah. I assume. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it was Katya having to go through all of that, yeah. and then Trixie well, feeling like, yeah, but yeah. Trixie feeling like, you know, everything. Yeah. It must. It must feel wild to to be like, okay, this success is equal. Uh, uh, this success is equated to two of us together. Yeah. Yeah. And then when that one person goes away, you go, can I hold on to this? Yeah. Yes. And she did, and which is phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, she's a fucking workhorse. She I mean, truly is. No one works as hard as she does and as uh what's the word uh just like i feel like she puts a plan together and she just pile drives she just goes in that direction and knows exactly what she's doing tenacious she's she's always got like five of those things going on yeah a documentary uh a new song a new album uh a new show a makeup Makeup line line. everything and and she just does really well and she has a diversified portfolio the show she just did in town they filmed too of course. They yeah. did like full concert coverage of it. Yeah. So I'm sure that'll come out at some yeah. point. Yeah. She's so smart. She plans everything ahead. Mm-hmm. And her boyfriend's a producer. Yeah. Which is lovely. Just have someone with you all the time who's like, should we film you? I'm like, clever <laughs> <laughs> girl. Yeah. Well, um, can you quickly talk about Crash Landing? Oh, yeah. Because I think that is so cool. And I know when you started doing that, I was like, wow, this is a big endeavor. It's also so supportive of like new and upcoming yeah. uh, drag culture in Chicago. And then also like you, you've already done more cycles of Crash Landing than Top Model. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so we started three and a half years ago. Three. And what do you call it? A drag competition? A talent competition? Yeah, it's drag competition. Yeah. Um, so what was a big thing to me is at the point that we started it, I was focusing a lot on... Um, how do girls f- uh, so crash landing is an amateur competition and uh, I guess I'll explain how it works there's three rounds to a competition and it only lasts six weeks and it's every other Monday right so you only perform like three times right um, so uh, there's 15 girls on the first one the second one there's 10 and then there's a theme and then the final one you perform twice and you do uh, like whatever you want right oh. so uh w- we have had almost we've had 29 winners and the intention of it is that you take girls from the very beginning of their career and it's really hard to get to that point where you're at where you're working on the main stage like it's hard to make that transition from uh doing amateur shows to being on the main stage so what you win is you win a bunch of money you want you win like hair uh from arda nails like things that'll actually help use you use code arda meet 10 for 10 percent off your arda wigs <laughs> and you uh get a a, a a gig at drag matinee which is considered like one of the big bookings yeah, in town right so uh it it's just helps move the girls up and what uh we really wanted to do is just uh upward mobility is really important i think it's why our scene is so great because you can see someone uh for the first time and then see them on the main stage within a year like yeah within weeks sometime just because we have offer that upward mobility and I go to some places and the girls are like, yeah, there's like, there's like 10 spots in town. There's 50 girls. And these girls have been working the same shows for 10, 15 years. Right. Someone has I mean, to die or move thing in LA. It's that the shows, you just see the same five girls working the same exactly. fucking five gigs. And you're just like, yeah. where's the new ones? So we've created this, this culture where we want to bring up the new ones. Old bitches are trying to suppress them in LA. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, uh, I, I, it's weird. Like, I never understood that whole, like, this is ours. We have to protect it. Like, girls, don't let the new girls in because they're going to take your jobs. Bitch, I'm doing a great job at what I do. I'm talented. I'm still getting my bookings. I'm going to bring up 10 new girls next year. They're not going to take what I do because I do a good job at it. I'm going to make sure that I have spots for them. If you are consistently getting new outfits, new jokes, new hair, trying harder, not repeating yourself over and over, if you're... If you're busting your ass, then you shouldn't have to worry about the people coming up behind you because to me, they're an asset, you know, because like, you know, not to sound like Scrooge McDuck, but, but at the end of the day, I'm making more money because I support them, yeah. you know, and, and like they're all my subsidiary. I mean, honestly, we if you look at it correctly, you can you can continue to make money. You know, yeah. you, know you don't have to look at them like they're coming to take my coin. Well, look at no, that. I mean, bro. you've had what, 29 winners? Yeah. Wow. yeah. We've Imagine had 
doing a full weekend where you go like, oh, just every night of Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. it's all just crash landing winners. We've had you throw three parties. It's like, hello, that's a business model. Yeah, it, it it's lovely. Like they, uh, let's see, Auntie Chan, Bambi Banks, Kool Aid, mm-hmm. um, Soju was in like the second cycle. Imp Queen was in it. Like we've had so many uh, like big names that yeah. like there's been drag matinees that we've had. There's been like four winners, and we don't even. It's not like she's a past winner of crash. No, she's it, she's like just a cast member of yeah. the show now. It's not yeah. you know. It's it's cool that uh, we get to like uh, basically just help them into the main scene, and they just become part of the scenery. That I to me is that. like really important. Yeah, that so is cool. like the thing that I love most about my job behind the scenes is uh, like nobody owes me shit. You know what I mean? But like for me, if I can go out of my way to like help pluck the talent and and push them on the main stage, like. That's like a cool ass job. That's a really cool job. Yeah. It's you nice. want your lips to look like hers? Do you like how big they are? They're so big. Do you have it? You haven't had it. No, them. I don't have Just Botox. Either. Just Botox. Oh, I love I need to get under my eyes done. I just got a bunch They of will not do under my eyes here. Go somewhere different. <laughs> <laughs> go to a dentist's office. They'll oh. do it. Yeah. yeah, you gotta go in a van behind the CBS. Uh, oh yeah. Very clean van, I'm assuming. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. What yes. is your favorite drag show that you don't produce in Chicago? Oh, I love at Jackhammer on Mondays at 2 a.m. in the morning. This they, is, I see, I love following your Instagram stories because you're always like, my favorite drag show. <laughs> this is the most ragtag. <laughs> like, what is it called again? It's called uh, Best Worst Drag Show. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what they do. Truly at 2 in the morning. At yeah. 2 in the morning on a Monday. They, I they, went with her one time and there was just fried chicken in the back. They they feed the girls. That's one of the ways they get them to come. So like, even if you don't win, they'll like, what, 50 $75 prize, whatever it is, you still get fed. Get a and full meal. Honestly, it's smart because, you know, like these, yeah. Cost them nothing. These are, yeah. Some of the girls, like, they have no intention on being in the main shows. They just are having fun and they're trying to twirl in front of their friends. And, yeah. and so we Maybe go pick there. pick up a date. Yeah. <laughs> some oh. of them. Oh, yeah. And in the just basement. Take them straight downstairs. In the basement is the hole, which mm-hmm. is a, a sex club uh, with like a dirty bed bugs mattress. And We've all been there. We've all oh, been oh, there. I've had my time down there. It's great. <laughs> you like come up smelling like vomit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, yeah, that's my favorite show because it's just like some of the girls have been doing it for like five years just every week. Like same girls, and some of it. Some I've seen some girls there, and I'm like, holy shit! And I've like actually picked people to be in like the main show. Some of them are just terrifying, <laughs> and I love it. And they're insane. And it's hosted by Arben, who uh, is, is like covered in hair, right? It doesn't shave. Puts on like a light blue eyeshadow ten minutes for the show, and a tutu, like usually with his full nuts hanging yep. out. And he hosts the show. And the first time we went to it, uh, oh, as soon as we walked in, it was me and Kimchi, and everyone had told us you have to go to this fucking like ramshackle wacky show. Like it's just a fucking hot mess. You have to go. And the first thing we were walking in, we're like, what is this? There's a girl performing. And Arben's screaming over. He's like, he goes, tip her over. Like, it's very just like old school. Like, he's mean. The girls don't give a shit. Everyone still has pizza in their beards. <laughs> like, so it's good. Raggedy. But it's funny because it's become like such a cult classic. Like, yeah, you have yeah. to go to it when you come in town because you, I don't know. It's just, it's just really fun. And it's almost like elevated itself now because everyone likes it. Cause it's so ramshackle and weird, you know, it's like yeah. now like girls actually like will do crash landing or something and just stay in drag and go do that. Cause it's just, cause we all go to it. Like right. you recognize half the audience. It's all like the main drag queens. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I love that. So, I love bad drag too. Yeah. Like intentionally bad. Yeah. That's, well, that's Hell yeah. my whole life takes all time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Well, thank you so much for coming and Is doing this it? show. Yeah. yeah, we're all done, baby. I don't, know, I don't get to talk about barebacky anymore. Well, I mean, do you want to? Do <laughs> no, you I'm got any links? Links? Okay. Links? 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 Only fans? Well, thank you guys for having me. Make well, sure what? to listen to the tea. It's my podcast. Okay. Yeah. Where else can everyone find you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can find Instagram? me on, on Instagram at uh, T-Rex in Chicago. Uh, Twitter also. And that's your name is because you are a dinosaur? Yes. Got it. Yes. yes. Um, so, um, sorry, I'm eating this <laughs> strawberry loudly and, um, oh yeah, I'm at Roscoe's for the viewing parties and, uh, I'm at, uh, Dick's in Milwaukee once a month. I'm at With drag a beautiful sound system and hard, uh, well-working yes, microphone. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the first time we went there, 
now they have like a nice stage. First time we went there, they literally had a pool table. They put two plywood boards on it and in had there. Kim Chi's, uh, not small ass, like like tap dancing on this <laughs> fucking like, dirty. Okay, oh the step God. to get onto it was one like subwoofer on its side <laughs> and you couldn't step with your heel into it because it would like sink into the side of it so you had to go with the base of your, of your foot oh my god and then they, they asked Kim and Shay to do a duet on it <laughs> a duet on this, and the thing and is it's, the it's bar raggedy. is so fun everyone who works there is so yeah. nice like They've it's so great been there? no no you haven't been there yet have you not no dicks I think mm. you I did f- tits five yeah, that's Madison. Madison. Oh no, no there's two main gay bars: we'll dicks, dicks and tits. D i x and this is it, or they call it tits. It's the uh, oldest, we talked about this is it. This it has is no it. windows. Yeah. It like, just says this is it. It's the oldest gay bar in Wisconsin. It's one of the oldest in the country. Oh, I love that. And it, yeah, it just said this is it because back in the day, like there was no signage because. You know, you didn't want to get fucking hate crime. So yeah. you would just go and it's this nondescript building. But they, yeah, they bring tons of drag race girls. And now. Trixie's told the story about how they show photos of like, pe- like party photos mm-hmm. of people who have been in the bar. Mm-hmm. And she was there, like when she was doing stuff in Milwaukee, she was there and they were running old photos. And there was a photo of Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh uh. Yeah. Having been at the bar, like in the oh back of the bar. Oh my God. Isn't that so crazy? <laughs> Tits is wild because like um, every uh, every hour like the disco ball turns and whenever it lights up all the drinks are two for one. Oh my god! And on Fridays when it goes off, all the drinks are three for one. So you I are need to go to. That's dance. why there's so many fucking. No, this is at tits. Oh, tits. That's why there's so many fucking serial killers in that fucking town because they get you fucking wasted all the time. There's every nothing time, else to do. Every and time they're I, like, drive home. Yeah. Every time I go to fucking uh, dicks, it's like I have to say no to shots, which I hate to do. It's every time you turn around, it's like another shot. I'll, I'll, I'm like, I'm like chugging every bottles time I'm of Berlin. water. Oh yeah, I'm like Everyone. chugging water when I'm there. Like, why are you drinking water? I'm, I had like five waters while I was there because I did like thirty fucking shots with you assholes, and I. Don't want to say no anymore, <laughs> but yeah, they get me fucked up. I love Milwaukee. Anyways, you can also see me at um, Drag Manet every Saturday. <laughs> Ross goes for XYZ, and um, I'll be at your dad's house later tonight. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, <laughs> you can find me at Big Dipper Jelly. You can find me at Spiciest Meatball. Thank you for listening to Sloppy Podcast. Sloppy Seconds. No, it's Sloppy Pod. Sloppy Seconds Podcast. (laughs) Is our email. (laughs) And our Instagram is Sloppy Pod. Yeah. I want your pod. So if you have any questions or anything, email us at sloppysecondspod <laughs> at gmail.com. I love that you guys are just figuring out what your podcast is in we real time. We didn't do any... Normally, look, here's oh, the you're tea. You're spilling your drink onto your electrical equipment. Normally, we're, we're we have in a, like a full thing with like the setup and everything, but this I week write it just normally because yeah. he doesn't. Yeah, but I you, had, but you had to half-ass run a, a pageant last <laughs> night and you were on a bender uh, in the same place I was. Oh, where, where were you last? I was, at, I was at the pageant. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I was sitting near her, I and so I showed I up all, like very high, and the first <laughs> words were, I don't think this is my seat. And then You, you walk, sat next to Ray Latre. Yeah, but I didn't, so the I seat that I that was, was assigned like a, was in the mezzanine, and so I was like holding the ticket and holding the thing, and I was like, these are two separate seats. I'm going to get in trouble. No. Girl, the show was sold out, but there were so many empty seats. I think a lot of people bought tickets in that. I mean, not so many, but there was like scattered, like you were like. But there was like scattered groups where yeah, there was like so, five seats that no one was in. I kind of feel like people bought tickets and then were so exhausted by Sunday they were just like you know what fuck it I'm not even gonna go <sighs> I'm so tired yeah alright I, I, well, well, I guess here. we did it. It. Yay! thank you guys Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball is a forever dog podcast executive produced by Joe Cilio Brett Boehm and Alex Ramsey mixed and mastered by Alex Sarche our logo art is by Christian Cimarroni and our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey